0: Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. I want to lay the groundwork tonight about what we're going to be talking about for the next uh, few weeks. Uh, we'll pause and do our, our, our night of worship, and then we'll come back to it and close this series out. But I really want to reveal some truth tonight uh, that I think is going to change your life. I know it's changing mine. And the funny thing about truth is we all, we all want to know truth. I mean, nobody's saying, yeah, Brother Bradley, get up there and lie to us a little bit, right? Anybody here want to know? You tell me the truth. But the truth... Uh, is a lot of times we're not ready for the truth because a lot of times truth is contradicting to what we believe. Okay, truth normally is normally is different than how we lead or live uh, our lives. It'd be an example if somebody came in and said, well, let me tell you something, and they lay out all this information, and then somebody comes and goes, hey, that's cool, but the truth is, that's a lot of times how I feel it's like I know that we're all living and we're all doing our thing and we're all on separate tracks and separate paths and then I show up and go yeah but the truth is how many knows you didn't really like that guy when you're trying to tell a story back at school back you know back in the day some, for some of us it's a long time ago but we roll up with our friends we try to tell a story and we knew it wasn't true any fishermen in the house y'all know what kind of stories I'm talking about you know the kind of like the fish was this long and we roll up and then some, somebody comes in who was actually a part of what really happened they go it didn't really happen that way it really happened this way or, so so that's the, kind of what we're going to be doing tonight is just laying some groundwork and I will tread very, very carefully. But I believe that if you'll take what we're going to be talking about and if you'll plug it in to your life, that you will absolutely see change in your life. If you will take these next few weeks and take notes and strategically plug it into your life, you will see change in Your life. So the the topic is breakthrough, but tonight part one is entitled Saved But Not Set Free. Saved But Not Set Free. So now see, remember what I told you? I'm going to reveal some truth to you. You can be saved, you can be a Christian, you can go to heaven, but you can also be bound. Okay? Yeah, it's going to be one of those kind of messages. I wouldn't expect y'all to shout me down. I expect y'all to go, hmm. Okay, whatever. It's one of those kind of messages. But if you'll take it, plug it in, you will see change in your life, I promise. But I've been in ministry a long time, been around ministry, as I already shared from the, from the, from the Redback hymnal days where I stood on them. And somebody's like, I, I knew that's why he don't sing those, because he just stood on it. No, we, we will incorporate hymns. We'll incorporate uh, contemporary worship. Whatever lifts up the name of Jesus and edifies and bring him glory, that's, where I, that's what I want to come out of my mouth. Amen? How about you? Amen. But everywhere everywhere you go and everywhere I've been, I've heard people say, man, I just got to have a breakthrough. Y'all ever, ever heard him? If you ever, Have you ever said that? I got to have a breakthrough. A lot of times the most common one is I got to have a breakthrough in my marriage. Ever, ever, ever said that? Yeah, I've said that. Amy Weber, I know, has said, I've got to have a breakthrough in my marriage. And other people have said, man... I, I, I need a breakthrough in my finances. Anybody here tonight? I need a breakthrough in my finances. Other people say, "Man, I need a breakthrough on my job. I need a breakthrough. I need, I need a breakthrough for my crazy kids. They're crazy. I need a breakthrough for my kids." I didn't ask y'all to raise your hand. Some of y'all like y'all going to Six Flags on the on a roller coaster. Whoa, yes. And then there's others that say, "Man, I just need a breakthrough in my diet." Y'all know it's true. Y'all know y'all, when we, we, we make a point to try to do right, and we make that list, and we're going to eat healthy. Me and Amy, we, we do the same thing. We're going to eat healthy, and we put it in our smartphone, and, and we go to the grocery store. We get out of the car, and we're looking it all over, and we're walking in the store, and who's right there at the door? Those little girls dressed in green. Girl Scouts. Just blows everything. I need a breakthrough, or or better yet, better yet, you you, you know, you, you get out of church and you're like, man, I'm going to do hard. I'm going I'm going to eat better. I'm going to do this, and, and you go to Walmart and who's out there? Somebody in the community, some some school is is got those little Krispy Kreme donuts. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I need a breakthrough in my diet. Somebody's like, well, yeah, but you skinny. No, no, I, I'm I'm skinny fat. See, I look skinny with my shirt on, but when my shirt comes off, there's areas back here where. Amy was like, this morning, She going, what is that? So it's called skinny fat. So I need a breakthrough in my diet. Somebody said, dear Jesus, he talks about anything. Absolutely. I'm just trying to get you loosened up a little bit tonight so I can deposit. See, because once you're opened up, they go, okay, this cat's pretty cool. Then I can deposit some truth in you, and you didn't even know it got there, and then your life will be changed. Amen? That's, how I believe, how Jesus does it. He just kind of sometimes sneaks up on us and goes, whoa, where'd that come from? But out of all the breakthroughs, marriages, finances, crazy kids, all that stuff, out of all the breakthroughs, the one that is most important to each of us is what we call a spiritual breakthrough. If you're taking notes tonight, write this down, because this is laying groundwork for the truth that's coming. It's on its way. Oftentimes, when we do, we say, man, I need a breakthrough in my marriage. Well, actually, what I've heard is, I need a breakthrough for my husband. You ever? I, I've heard people in church. I need a breakthrough for my husband, or I've heard them say I need a breakthrough for my wife. I, I need a breakthrough for my crazy boss. He's just. I need a breakthrough for him. But rarely do we realize that it's actually me that needs the breakthrough. You see what I was saying? It's pointing fingers at the guys who are saying I need a breakthrough for my wife. She needs to understand Jesus, or he's saying I need it for her. No, no. What we actually need is a breakthrough. For ourselves, a breakthrough for ourselves. See, I know because I need a breakthrough in my life. And if I was honest tonight, I know that there are many believers filling churches around the world who are believers, but they're bound. They're saved, but they're not set free. And I'm going to show it to you in God's Word tonight. Why? Because they don't even realize that they're bound. See, if you don't realize you're bound, you don't know to pray, God, I need a breakthrough. And, and the reason is, is because we've just thought, well, life's hard, life's tough, marriage is tough, so I just, it's just normal. Everybody say normal. But that's not the way God created it and designed it to be. See, when we, under, when we feel like this just normal, we don't understand that we're actually bound and we're not set free. So let's go to God's Word tonight. I'm going to just set up a few things and, and help this make a little more sense. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. It's going to be on the screen tonight. This is the um, New Living Translation. It says, but the Holy Spirit produces. Everybody say, the Spirit produces. Spirit produces. Okay, this is where the truth comes in because a lot of times we, we read this or look at this a little differently, but I want to read it exactly how it states. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. It's not me. I can't do it on my own. It's the Holy Spirit. He produces love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If any of those are absent, guess who's absent? No, the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that produces. It's not something that I produce on my... I can't, I can't do it because I'm imperfect. It's the Holy Spirit that does it. And then it goes on to say, there is no law... Against these things, what that means is this: we're not going to be mad at you if all this stuff just starts showing up in your life okay and the deeper meaning to these two verses is you can't get this stuff love patience you can't get it from the law okay is incorporated the law is you can't get it from the law this hit me today see. This is produced through communion with the Holy Spirit in your life. Without the Holy Spirit, you can't have any of these things. What am I saying? The law doesn't produce the fruit. The Holy Spirit does. I wrote this down. The law without the Holy Spirit will get you a garden but no fruit. You can be saved, but you you won't have any fruit. I can accept Christ and, and, and my garden, but I have no fruit in my garden. Because without the Holy Spirit, I have no love. I have no patience. I lose my mind. I lose my cool. Any of that, y'all, tonight? See, I'm just describing me, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'm not showing up alone tonight. See, because without the Holy Spirit, none of that will be evident in my life. You got to have the Holy Spirit. So what's the fruit? Grace, put this up for me. What's the fruit? This is the fruit. Love. Everybody say love. Love. You, gotta, you, want, you want love in your relationships? You got to have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but you don't understand. That, 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 that family member. Well, the Holy Spirit will help you look past its fault their, fault, their flaws. Okay? Joy. Peace. Patience. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. Self-control. When things don't happen, how do I keep my grip? The Holy Spirit. Oh, I, I, I am so talking to me tonight because there are times that I have an issue with love. There's, there's times the joy part, I can fake it till I make it. I can do that. But peace, sometimes drama and things, I, 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 I go crazy. Anybody else? We're just, it's like AA meeting tonight. Anybody just want to be real tonight? Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. See, when we begin to spend time with God, the Holy Spirit will produce all of those things in our lives. Let me just help out the married couples tonight like this. If you you need a breakthrough in your marriage, what if you started cultivating a personal relationship with God and then self-control showed up? See, that would solve half of our problems in marriage. No finger pointing tonight. But it's true. If we would just cultivate a relationship with Jesus Christ, watch patience just show up in the, in the midst of what normally you're not patient with, because she leaves the toothpaste open, or she spits it out in the sink and leaves it, and it turns into a hard rock. You know, I'm, t- I'm not even describing Amy. I'm just making stuff up. So don't even try to think I'm going to get my. I'm not. I'm, re- I'm really not. I'm really not. I'm just just stuff's coming out. But it's true. The stuff that would cause you to go. Cr- On your job, the stuff that caused you, my kids, start cultivating a relationship with Jesus Christ, spending time with him, and you will see all of those things show up in your life. Remember what I said, if if they're not showing up, you can be saved, but you can be so bound. I don't like when my wife looks at me and goes, I got to go to the store to get away from you. I know my ugliness showed up. Oh, I'm telling truth right now. I, I, that hurts my feelings to know that I've done something that would cause you to not want to be around me. Well, guess what? I ain't been spending time with, the Holy, with God. The Holy Spirit hasn't taken up residence. Maybe I did something to offend him. He said, I'll check you later. So, so in order for, listen, if all, put them back up there again, Grace. If those things are in operation in my life, my life should be smooth as silk. If, I've, if all that stuff is in operation, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, how do I get it? Cultivating a relationship with Jesus Christ. My question is, why is it that so many Christians don't exhibit those items in their lives? Why is it that Christians have patterns of doubt, depression, fear, anxiety, anxiety? Lust, anger, unforgiveness. I could go on and on. I'm talking Christians. Why is it? Because somewhere we have bought into the lie and the deception from the enemy that this is normal. It's normal. You got anxiety? Go see the doctor. I'm not knocking those things. I've had to do that at times. But what I'm telling you is, as you recognize it is the Holy Spirit that becomes your source, I understand that some things... uh, 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 Medically can be different in uh, each of us. But I also believe that if I'll surrender and submit my life to Christ. He can work it all out because he created me in the first place. It's things that I've refused to do like spend time with God. That now my life is just r- crazy. Somewhere we bought into the lie. That it's, it's just the way life is. It's, it's part of my personality. Yeah, you ever told your spouse that? I, I, I used to try that one. It's just part of my personality. You're just like your daddy. I know it's just part of, my, part of my personality. Dennis shows up in my house all the time. Back in the early days, she used to tell me, I didn't marry Dennis. <laughs> Moving right along. And, 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 and we believe that, that life is just hard and, and this is just the way it is. Listen, that is, that is deception at its finest from the enemy. And I'm here to tell you tonight, you do not have to deal with that. You don't have to deal with envy, jealousy, unforgiveness. Man, you can, you, you can pray all day long. You can be part of the prayer team. But if you're not operating in forgiveness in your life, you are not set free. You're bound. I don't care how much Jesus you put on it. I don't care how much you shout during worship. I don't care how many tent revivals you go to. If you're not operating in these areas, you are bound. Oh, you're going to heaven. You just might have to have somebody help you get up there because the chains got you so so locked down. Oh, I, I, I'm talking to me tonight. Trust me. If you feel like I'm double barreling, double barreling you, <laughs> that's what I said to him. <laughs> Even today, as I was re looking over my notes, wow, God, I didn't mean to go to the post office and you read my mail. <laughs> Listen, you have victory over that stuff. You have victory over doubt and depression, fear and anger. You have victory. How come you're not walking in it? Oh, this is an accountability message. Yeah. Jesus said, Jesus said in John 10:10 10, 10, that I have come that you might have life more abundantly. Listen, God created you to live in victory. And when you get in his word, when you get in his word and submit your will. Remember what I said earlier? <laughs> Funny. Father, not my will, not my agenda, but yours. Not what, not what I want, but God, what you want. When we submit our will to him. Matter of fact, when his will becomes my will. When his ways become my ways. Not God, will you, your ways become what I want to do. No, no. God, I'll lay down what I want to do, and I will seek you first. And the word goes on to say that he'll give you the desires of your heart. See, we want to hold on to all this stuff. But God wants to give you those things, but he wants to know, will you just put me first. God, so, 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 God, I, I, I'll, be, I, I'll make it better if, if, I live, if I live on the 90% and give you 10 versus if I just try to do it in 100%. Like, that doesn't make sense. I'm talking about tithing, by the way. It doesn't make sense in our mind. I, I, I can do it better with 90% versus if I just kept all 100%. Absolutely. Because, see, I'm to store it where robbers and thieves, and we're going to talk about the thief next week. We're going to talk about the enemy. A lot of people don't like to talk about him in church. We're going to talk about the one who's stealing from you and robbing from you and causing you to believe that when life goes crazy, well, we're just supposed to suck it up, buttercup. It's just the way it's supposed to be. No, 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 you don't have to. You're supposed to live and walk in victory. Am I too animated tonight for you? Okay. Victory, victory is ours. Listen, we settle and fall short because we believe that nobody could possibly live Full of love and full of patience and full of kindness, and God, I forgive everybody. I feel like Joe Olstein. We don't believe that could actually exist, but I'm here to tell you, friends, you can. But you gotta spend time with God because life will happen. But it's how are you, how are you, how are you approaching or or responding to those things. Listen, you're right. Nobody can live that way but without the Holy Spirit because it's the Holy Spirit that produces the fruit. It's the Holy Spirit that produces the fruit. It's the Holy Spirit that produces the fruit in our lives, love, and patience. I can't work that up on my own. Oh, I can wake up and go, okay, God, today I'm going to, I can try. God, I'm, I'm going no matter, no matter who says what, No matter how many times the dog does, eh, no matter how many times, I'm going to keep my cool. If I try that on my own, I'll be good for about 30 minutes. (laughs) But with God, I can make it all day long. But see, then what happens is I go, oh, oh, I made it. So the next day, I I didn't spend any time with him. I try to roll on to it. And I might get halfway through the day on leftovers from yesterday. Huh? Huh? But see, if every day, if I'll commit to spending time with God, yes. He will produce the fruit you need in your life to be victorious. How many believe that tonight? Yes. I, I, I thought about it this way. Do you ever listen to a song on the radio, you liked it so much, you just start singing it all the time, and you didn't realize you were singing the wrong lyrics? <laughs> I, I'm I'm for real. Like, you thought that was your song. I do it all the time. Answer Grace would be like, Daddy, that ain't what they said. Yeah, but I, I like my version. I try to rewrite songs. Listen, no matter how great I may have sounded, it was still the wrong lyrics. And if you learn the word of God wrong, you'll end up living wrong. If, if you read the word wrong... You'll live wrong. That's why I said we're going to shed some light on truth tonight. Okay? Because life is tough. But we have the equipment to make it through and live victorious. We don't have to, we don't have to live beneath our potential. Too many Christians living beneath their potential. I, I, I always ask, my, I do a self-evaluation. God, am I hitting on all cylinders? Am I, am I hitting... My, the potential you want. I know I'm coming up short sometimes, but I'm always trying to, trying to, God, how can, I, how can I do this better? How can I be a better husband? How can I better, better be a better employee? How can I? With the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit. God, may we never, never, never read your word in ways that benefit us when really you meant something different. See, because many of us have learned just to live with things that God never called us to live with. We just live with stuff. And God never called us to live with those things. And many of us are living at a level that God never intended for us to live. Because somehow we just don't believe that we're bound. We just, we're bound. You can, I'm going to say it again. You can be saved and not set free. You can be a believer and still be bound. Jesus dealt with this mentality mentality. Let's go to John chapter 8, verse 31, and I'll and i I'll, I'll start coming down tonight. Have you gotten anything out of the, any of this? The biggest thing, the point that I really wanted to make is you can come in here and you can love Jesus all day long, but and still and still be still not be set free. You can be a believer, you can believe in Jesus all day long. The devil don't even really the, the, the Bible says that the demons believe they believe so you're not really doing much just believing it's when we break out and go I'm going to trust the holy spirit see when we start when we when their fruit starts coming up when we start operating in love and we start forgiving our enemy and we start praying when that stuff then you're getting the enemy's attention oh yeah forgot John chapter 8 here we go <laughs> verse 31 and 32 to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I want you to see this tonight, that that is little t, because I used to always read it. I preach it this way. If you'll know the truth, the truth will set you free. I used to always look at it big T, as in the truth, because the Bible says I, that he, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I always looked at it that if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. But that's not true. You can know the truth and still be bound. You can still know, you can still know the truth, but still not know truth. That's why we come in here so we can learn truth. Okay? So it's, it's not necessarily just knowing Jesus. You, you'll make it to heaven, but you've got to identify with this is what's going on in my life and how does God's word apply to this so that I can walk through this? Oh, I need patience. Well, no, I need the Holy Spirit. Man, I feel like I'm just going, Phew, tonight. I hope you're soaking this up. J- Jesus don't want you to just get a little sprinkle. He wants to dunk you tonight and come out going, wow! That's, that's what he wants to do. So we can go, Wow! I'm not meant to live defeated. I'm not meant to live dealing with unforgiveness. I'm not meant to live like this. I'm meant to live victorious. Oh, you don't get it yet? Go back down. That's how how he does us. It's important that we break this cycle. Let's go on to verse 33. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants. Oh, I love this. This is their response to Jesus who just said, if you'll know... Truth, if you know knowledge, that knowledge will set you free. This is what he said. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. But but it's so funny because these are the people these are the cats that were Jesus could have said so so if you've never been in- they just said I, we've never been enslaved remember what I told you Christians go- I'm not I'm not enslaved I'm not bound people- Christians walk in churches every week I'm not I'm not sl- enslaved just like they we've never been a slave to anybody were these not the same dudes that were held captive in Egypt for 400 years but we've never been enslaved matter of fact. As they're saying, we've never been enslaved to anybody, they're enslaved to the Romans because if a soldier came by and said, here, I need you to carry my equipment, it's against the law for them to refuse. That's enslavement. So as Christians, we can be enslaved to the mechanics of this world. We can be Christians and not be set free. I'm tired of you saying that. He's tired of us walking around all bound up and not living free like we're supposed to. He's tired of seeing us have it out with our spouse and lose our cool with our kids. Oh, I'm talking to me. Ansela Grace knows I'm talking. Tired of that. He wants to know, if you'll just spend time with me, all that other stuff will just start flowing out of you. Mm. And see, this this, this is the problem. I'm, I'm coming down. But this is the problem. People outside the church are looking at us and they're saying, We don't see a difference. They know we're Christians and they're watching us talk about our boss because he asked us to go the extra mile because a special customer's coming in or, 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 or because it's a holiday. We're supposed to go the extra mile. They're watching you talk about your boss. They're not seeing a difference. People full of hate and no love. Christians sad, not joyful. Let me tell you something. When I said fake it till you make it, sometimes you need to. Because somebody's salvation could be counting on your frown or your smile. So sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. If I came up here half the Sundays when I don't feel like doing it. And let you know, how inspiring is that? But see, I know that as I deny myself and push through anyway, that victory is coming. No, see, victory is already here. I just haven't tapped into what's already mine. So when you walk in, I don't care if he says, raise your hands in the house one more time. I ain't doing it. And then wonder why you walk out and you have no victory in your life. Christians who always got drama, there's no peace. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just listening to the items. No peace. They got to have drama, they got to keep it stirred up because they like it. They like the attention. I'm praying for reconciliation, but I'm not forgiven. That one gets me. I'm praying for reconciliation. Well, how come I hadn't shown up yet? Because you haven't applied forgiveness. And the word says, you can't be forgiven unless you're offering the same grace. Remember what I talked about the other week? We're good. Give me grace. But we don't want to give it away. Man, how it must must hurt God to think I'm forgiving you every day for all of this stuff. And somebody did you wrong. A family member did you wrong. And you cannot find reconciliation. I don't know if shut up is in the vocabulary of God. But sometimes I wonder if he would go. Stop. Until you get. Matter of fact it is in the word. If somebody's got something against you. You go to them and make it right leave the altar go make it right you can show up and pray for reconciliation all day long but if you're not applying forgiveness and the grace of the blood of christ you're wasting your time and it's a show oh that's that's holy anger right there i, I, I god break my heart for what breaks yours i'm talking to all of us tonight from pastors all the way down Matter of fact, there is no all the way down. We all on the same, we all on the same, same course. Just some of us have said, you know what? I'll hold myself accountable so that I can help others. We should all do that. We should all hold ourselves accountable so that we can help others. See, strength is for service, not status. Strength is for service. Some people, I don't know why that preacher got a tattoo so I'll always remember no matter, no matter what God does for me Romans 15 1 no matter what he allows me to do that strength and that ability is for service not for status not for titles so for me whatever it takes to keep his word right here I could go on and on and on and on, but I won't. But Pastor B, you just, you, just don't, you just don't know what I'm going through. You just don't know my struggle. No, no, no. I know Christians that have been going through the same struggle for like 25 years. That's no longer a struggle. It's called a stronghold. It's not a struggle. You're bound up. You need to be set free. Bitterness and anger. Unforgiveness. I don't know why he keeps putting them words in my mouth. Maybe somebody in the house has got an issue with them. I'm checking myself as they're coming out. Bitterness and anger and unforgiveness. Why? So that we can be set free. I can do more for God in freedom than I will ever be able to do when I'm bound up. 1,200 plus people, whatever the number was. Last Sunday, the message was for kids, but every adult, under the sound of a speaker in a sound system, heard that there is a God and He loves you. That's because a group of people denied themselves and said, Oh, just $140. I'll put it in there for some plastic eggs. It wasn't even about the eggs. It was about getting people to a place again, year after year, the people that come up with tears in their eyes and go, we don't know you, but thank you. Thank you. That's the strength of a ministry. That's that's what we can do, and God wants to do even more when we lay down ourselves and our pride for God to do the impossible through us. Because with Him, all things are possible. God didn't call you to be in bondage, God called you to be set free. And Sunday we will, we will celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Christ chose the cross so that we might be set free. Now I see why this message was so important as we, as we, as we approach Friday. Because what happened on Friday was so that we can be set free. I say this all the time. He didn't just die on the cross for our sins and for, for healing. He also died to teach us how to die. Every day. So as we approach Friday, Good Friday, may that be in our minds. God, I I lay, I lay it down. I want to be set free. He came out of the grave, so we can be victorious. Why aren't we living it? If you're here tonight, I'm not going to pray for you, and I'll tell you why. But if you're here tonight, you say I'm falling up short, and I'm done. Two minutes. I'm falling up short in these areas. If, if any of these areas are you, I just want you to stand up. If, if you're falling short in any of these areas, I lack love. I lack joy at times. I'm not talking about all the time. I'm just talking about there are times. I lack peace. For some reason, turmoil just seems to find me. I lack peace. I lack patience. I lack kindness. I'm falling short in faithfulness. And sometimes I'm a hard, I'm a hard, I'm a hard butt. I I, I I can't be gentle. I'm falling short with gentleness. Oh. And self-control. <laughs> I'm falling short in self-control. I told you I wasn't going to pray for you. I'm going to have Brother Paul come and do the benediction. But you know who's going to make the change in that right there? Where you said I'm falling short. I could pray for you but it, it, it's just a prayer. See. God already died on the cross for our victory. Why aren't we living in victory? Because we have chosen not to. Who's going who's to change the scale from falling short in those areas? When you spend time with God, the Holy Spirit produces the fruit. All of those items are fruit of a Christian. Of a Christian who is not bound and who is set free. How do you get there? Spend time with God. Spend time with God. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.